This podcast was written and recorded by Genevieve Simon. Episode 3. Is Trump an anomaly? Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of our podcast here on KUPS 90.1 The Sound. In the past few episodes of this podcast, we've talked about some of the most prominent yet nevertheless confusing aspects of our modern political system. We've broken down the phrases you hear all the time, like gerrymandering, and explained how institutions like the Electoral College shape government. It might seem that political scientists understand everything about our 250-year-old democracy. However, that's not the case. Even the biggest events in politics can defy easy explanation. Today, we are probing something that even the most politically literate people often struggle to understand or explain. The issue is simple. How did Trump become president? Some people think it's because of his personal qualities and merits. Others think it was because he was the right candidate at the right time. Still others think that the win doesn't have much to do with Trump at all and is actually due to larger goings-on in government. How did Trump become president? This question can be broken down into a few subsets of issues. Why did Trump gain so much influence and popularity on the campaign trail? Why didn't other politicians stop or overtake him? What social conditions allowed him to enter the political arena? Take a step back with us to 2016. It's November. The election was a few days ago. 55.7% of voters have cast ballots. Trump has received 304 electoral votes. Clinton has 227. Colin Powell has three. And Ron Paul, John Kasich, Faith, Spotted Eagle, and Bernie Sanders each have won. Trump's offensive statements, his demagoguish qualities, and his intensity have not blocked his path to the presidency. What happened? Maybe it was just Trump's personality. Comedians and politicians alike have called him everything from the world's angriest cantaloupe to Agent Orange. But maybe these notions dismiss the possibility that his unedited, unrestrained style of communication may be a significant, though unorthodox, asset. At the very least, it made people listen. In 2016, did we, the people, create a niche of interest and excitement that Trump exploited? Perhaps his success didn't come from his ability to draw attention to himself, but rather his ability to speak to people's beliefs. Disenfranchisement, racial change, and changing social power structures are all very important issues. Trump, who has been readily identified as a demagogue, spoke to these concerns. The reasons he was able to do this so successfully is implicit in his assigned label. The word demagogue is Greek. It comes from the word dema, meaning people, and gog, meaning leader. Trump then won because he was perceived as the correct leader of the people. That's democracy in action. Some people disagree with this. If neither Trump's personality nor the socio-political state of the nation caused him to win, maybe structural issues in politics have to do with his election. In past episodes, we've talked about how structures of government can shape political life. The Electoral College exists because, basically, the Founding Fathers didn't trust the populace to make political decisions. Instead, they thought that guardians should determine what's best for democracy. Though the Electoral College is the most prominent structure involved in the 2016 election, a less formal structure paved the path that led there. The framers' guardians would ideally ensure that the norms of democracy were upheld in all cases. Before the 1960s, party leaders mostly filled this role, though now it falls to other members of government. You might hear a lot about deadlock in government, polarization, or lack of civility. These are all examples of guardians, be they congresspeople, local representatives, organizational heads, or indeed anyone in a position of power, 
not doing the job the Founding Fathers gave them. While Trump's way of communicating may be never before seen at this level of politics, it never would have been possible if other people hadn't started breaking norms first. Imagine what it would have been like to work in government in the early 1900s. More cooperation? Sure. More civility? Definitely. But more than anything, focus was turned outwards towards the people the government represented. Arguably, that's not the case anymore. In modern politics, cooperation is rare, and extreme partisanship is common. It seems it would be difficult for anyone to step out of these battle lines to ensure that the oft-broken norms of old are upheld. Maybe Trump was elected because no one reeled him in. Alternatively, it may have been his personal merits. Was he at the right place at the right time? Did external forces pave the way for him? Like with so many things in politics, there are more than one answer. Though it's been two years since the election, it's still unclear what brought Trump to the Oval Office and where the momentum of these events will lead. We'll have to wait and see.